Hey everybody, welcome back to Medicare Agent IQ. This is Raul Gonzalez. And I'm Oscar Ibieta. This is Raul Gonzalez. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. You need to speak like that the entire time. I, I guess so. <laughs> so yes, I am Raul Gonzalez and uh, this is Medicare Agent IQ. And uh, so again, kind of the reason that we do this this podcast is is really to help agents out there. We Man, I, I get emails pretty regularly from from people who are out there and they don't have a whole lot of local support or they can, you know, get a lot of questions answered and, and things like that. So our goal here is just to help other people be successful. And, uh, and so we've actually seen a lot of that. We've got to follow up and, and, and hear from other agents who've been listening to the, to the show and, uh, and, and hear good things. So it's very cool to hear, but, um, today what we're doing is we're going to continue our, uh, continue our podcast that we were doing last week on really making this your best year yet. And so just some more ideas, more, more things that, that kind of we're thinking about to help you to be the most successful that you've ever been this year. Yeah. Last week we thought we were going to get it all in last week and it yeah. turns out that we didn't. So we just decided let's make this a two-parter. So we're just going to pick up right where we, uh, right where we left off last time which is so last time we left off we were talking about just developing your knowledge enhancing your knowledge your product knowledge knowing the product that you're selling and so transitioning into the next point that we've got for you here today is uh building strong client relationships so raul you were actually before you started uh, this agency before you started uh you you were captive agent for for humana and you thrived I, i'd say it was probably your biggest strength right you you had a lot of uh Organic referrals, is yeah. that the right the right term I'm yeah. using there? Yeah, or just I, self generated. Self generated. The majority of the business that I did when I was when I was an an, an agent at Humana was self generated. To the you know there was one agent who did more than me, and he had been there since you know like Medicare started or something. <laughs> you know, but he he's you know long long he had a, a long tenure there, and so he stopped receiving leads altogether. I'd say for the most part, toward the end, I wasn't getting a whole lot of lead support. And that's part of, you know, when you when you start thinking about uh, and kind of weighing and if you're if you if you work as a captive agent right now, and if you're kind of weighing, you know, should I should I leave? Should I stay? One, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to offer. I mean, obviously, I did it and made it. Um, but when I was over at Humana, I started to weigh uh, the amount of self-generated business versus the referrals. I was like, I've pretty much figured this out. I don't think versus I need you guys, right? Versus, versus leads. leads. I'm sorry. Yeah, versus versus leads. I'm like, I, I figured this out. I don't really need you guys anymore. And so I would say that was pro that's probably one of my one of my strengths. And w with regard to how I talk to agents, it's, it's, uh, it's one of the strengths I have in, in helping others to be successful in this business. And so just a couple of strategies. First of all, at the end of every appointment, I would, I would say to people, Hey, you know, I want to, I'm going to be your agent from now on. And, and I, the way that I want you to kind of picture me is the very first phone call that you make. Now I this will come with the warning, right? <laughs> You're going to get a lot of phone calls, but those end up paying off quite well. I mean, so I tell them like, look, if you, you know, didn't get your medications or something like that, uh, feel free to call me first. Now, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. And this is how I'd always tell them. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. There's gonna be times that I tell you, hey, remember I told you that I can't help you with everything, but I still would like to be your first call. And the reason is, is that, you know, if 
I don't want you calling the wrong 800 number. I don't want you getting caught in loops. So I'll give you the right number also uh, of who you're supposed to be calling. Maybe you're calling about, uh, about the mail order pharmacy and you call the number on the back of your card. That's not going to get you to the right place. And so you've wasted time. So make me your first call and I'll be able to help you and at least guide you and navigate you on the things that I can't help you with. Now there's some things that I might be able to help you with off the top of my head. If you call and say, hey, I'm looking, what, what were that, what was that place that I could go to the gym? I might know off the top of my head, hey, look, there's that Gold's Gym right around the corner from you. That place is in network and they've got a pool. Is that something that you would wanna do? And I might be able to answer your questions off the top of my head. And now I just saved you a phone call and waiting you know, uh, for customer service. So I would always do that. And what that does though, is it builds trust and say, look, I am a, a person, I'm gonna be here for you. And so I, sometimes I hear things like, oh, you know, HMO clients, they're, they're not that loyal. And it's just not true. It's just for, for me, once I kind of built up that loyalty, once I built that up and, and really from the beginning of that, you know, their journey as my client, laying it out there, make me your first call. You kind of become their, their, that first call for them. So very rarely lost clients. When I left Humana, uh, I had about 1,100 clients on the books. And so I had a, a very, very large book of business. And to be honest, there are people today that, and I left now 11 years ago, that still call me regularly and they'll say, hey, look, I didn't get this, I didn't get that. And so I just answered the question even today and I'm not getting paid for them. They're not, <laughs> they're not, they're, you know, I never, they're not my clients anymore because when you, when I left Humana, they weren't, so. Yeah, but you're setting, you're setting the right, the proper expectations when you're in the home with them, right? Make me your first phone call. Right. But at the same time, I can't do everything for you. But if they start with you as the agent, you're that point of contact. And, and if you can help them, you absolutely do. But if you can't, you at least you're, you're able to point them in the right direction. And you're still somewhat you're still solving the problem for them, even though you're not directly doing it. You're getting them to the right people that can help them with that. And so setting those expectations, but but building that that trust. And, and we say this all the time to to our agents. Don't you can't look at this business as a transactional business. This is a, a relationship business. And if you're able to build strong relationships with your clients, um, they're going to stick with you. And, and there's a lot more to that, right? As you start to peel back some of the layers, right, is making you, making you their first phone call is is going to lead to a lot more things. And, and what I mean by that is, hey, every time I call Raul, he answers the phone. And even if he's not able to help me, you know, he gets me connected with the right people. So you're fresh on their mind when it comes to insurance. And they know that they can, that they trust you whenever they need help with anything. And so that carries over if they're having conversations with friends and family or they have uh, friends who are aging in and they're they're becoming eligible for Medicare. It's no longer, you know, I've got this insurance, you got to call, you got to go with this insurance. It's, you've got to give Raul a call and, and he's my agent and he's the one who helped me and it turns into that. And and you, you stack those wins together over time and you're just plugging away month over month, year over year. Those, those referrals start to really just come in. And so to your point, right, you had a lot of self-generated business. It's because you were building those relationships with your clients. You weren't just looking at it as a transaction. Let me sign you up and move on to the next, sign you up and move on to the next. And a lot of times people get caught up in that because they're just chasing the dollar. Um, 
But the reality is if you're building relationships with these people, not only are you gonna get paid for that enrollment, but if you build a true relationship with them and you've built that trust with them, it's gonna lead to referrals. Believe me, it's gonna lead to referrals. Yeah, quite a bit. One one thing that I would tell you though, um, well, in addition to that and what it, what it does there, the other thing is, is when you're that person that, that is on the other line and that's always there for them, what's the likelihood of them stopping and talking to that person that's sitting at Walmart or at the grocery store? Not very likely. And even if they do, they're going to tell them, hey, look, I'm, no, I'm, I'm perfectly happy. I've, I've got a great agent that, that's always there for me. The reality is, is there, there's not a lot of agents like that. Yeah. Or the, the mail. Right. I get clients who call me all the time. Hey, Oscar, I got this in the mail and it says something about a thousand dollars in grocery benefits. They're not calling that number. They're calling me, their, their agent yeah. and, and inquiring about that. Or they see that TV commercial and they're wondering, do they qualify for these types of benefits? They're calling me. They're not calling that number. And as an agent, you want them to avoid you want you want that to be avoided at all times, because if they're calling those numbers, guess what? Now they're on the phone with the sales agent and their objective is is to make a sale. Yeah. Um, and so they're calling you, you. You protect yourself. When in, in the height of all the Joe Namath commercials, Jimmy Walker commercials that that we saw out there, you know, I got a lot of phone calls like, hey, tell me about this. Can I get my money back on, on, on this and that? And, and was able to, to, to really, because I'm that first call and, and I've trained them to understand that I'm their first call, I was their first call instead of calling a salesperson to find out, you know, really there's a, there's a lot of kind of misleading, those, yeah. those misleading commercials. My clients weren't misled because they called me first. Yeah. So, um, I think another part to, to building these, these strong relationships is, is being genuine when, when you're sitting with your clients, you know, again, you're not looking at it as a, as a transaction, but you've got to be genuine. You've got to be invested in whatever it is that's going on in their life. These are human beings that, that we're dealing with. And these, these health insurance plans that we're enrolling them on, these are, these are, these are needs. These are, these are things that they need every single day. And so you want to sit down, you want to listen to what it is that they need, but also, you know, be, be invested in, in them a little bit and be invested in, in what they have going on in their lives because yes, you're there to help them with their Medicare plan, but who knows what other things they've got going on in their life. And so you're just, sometimes you might be the only person that they get to talk to that day and, and you wanna be genuine in everything that you do. You can't just be rushing through that appointment and just saying, okay, I'm here for, I'm here to do business and business only. I don't wanna talk about anything else. Let's get to know each other. And that's, that's part of building that strong relationship. And if you're able to do that, that's gonna set you apart from other agents that are out in the field. Yeah. And I would say the last thing, because I feel like we could do a whole podcast just on this, but the last thing that I would I would touch on here is answer the call or return the call within 24 hours, right? So um, the very best agents and, and, and anyone who's like, no, I'm too busy. No, no, the very, like I, I know someone who's got around a thousand clients somewhere around there and she's always committed to returning that mm -hmm. phone call by the end of the day. Like even if it's just, hey, I'm on my way home and, and, and she only worked till like six. So she didn't, it's not like she's working till mm -hmm. nine. She worked till six and she would always call everyone by the end of the day and saying, hey, look, I didn't get a chance to get to this, but tomorrow morning, I'm going to work on this. And so you've got to return those calls because 
it's one thing to say, Hey, I want to be a first call, but then never answer at the other, at the other end. And it happens. I see it, I see it happen a lot where, you know, I get, I get, you know, as it, as for our agency, people will call the agent and if the agent doesn't return their call in a couple times, guess where they're calling? They're calling our office. Hey, this person, I, I haven't been able to get a hold of them. So we get those calls and there's like, well, why just return the call? Like, or it, even worse, yeah. they're calling another agent or they're, they're stopping yeah, that's at worst that case kiosk. scenario. You're right. <laughs> you, you know, like, cause it's one thing for them to, to call here. That's best case scenario. And then we can help get a hold of the agent, but worst case, you're absolutely right. They just found someone else. Yeah. Yeah. So take care and build strong client relationships. So on to the next of making this year your best yet um, is networking and getting involved in the community. Let's talk, you're honestly, you're better at networking than I am. So let's, so, so let's talk some about that. Uh, I mean, it, it, build it, the, the same way that we that we're out there building relationships with our clients. I'd say it's no different when you're when you're trying to build some referral sources. You've got to you've got to be a, a credible source, right? If you if you're going to partner with a, with a PNC agent and a PNC agency, I always kind of put myself in their shoes, right? If if they're you know if one of their clients comes to them with Medicare questions and all they sell is auto and home. I want to be that person that they refer to, but I have to make sure that I deliver as an agent. So I, I to the point that you were just making, you've got to answer the phone when when the calls come through because it could be a referral coming from from uh, from that PNC agent that that you're that referred to you. But if you're not answering the phone, what's the likelihood of that PNC agent continuing to refer business to you if you're not taking care of their people because these are already their clients these are these are my clients right if I'm the PNC agent and I'm going to refer to a Medicare agent I need to make sure that that agent I'm referring to is going to come through for me because if they're not answering their phone if they don't deliver you know the the best service if they're not you know the, you've got to be on your A game as a Medicare agent and that will get somebody excited to refer business over to yeah. you put yourself on the other end of that conversation and what I mean is is you're on the, the side where you've referred someone over to a PNC agent and they call you back and they're like, just in passing, by the way, oh gosh, yeah, that agent that you referred to me, never called me back. Yeah. And I'm like, are you are you kidding? I, I would, I would I'll tell you right now, if we have a relationship like that or we're, going, we're supposed to be going back and forth, it's not coming your way if you're not gonna return my people's phone calls. And it's just regardless. And the same thing for like, even like, like uh, for, for agents that are part of our agency. Like if, if I get this, if I hear all the time that you're not returning calls, um, cause they call our office, then not very, it's not very likely that I'm going to refer, you know, people who call into our office to you. So just, just, you've got to return phone calls. That's, that's, that's in, whether it's your customer or whether it's, it, it's, it's the networking clients just return calls. So yeah. I think carrying yourself as a professional at all times is, is important to me. Uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of have a personal standard with myself. And so whenever I'm out and about, you know, I make sure that I'm, even if I'm doing something that's not work related, I'm still going to carry myself as a professional. I'm not going to say, okay, once, once the Medicare suit, the Medicare, you know, attire is off, I, I turn into a completely different person. Uh, that that's, that's not what I do. And so when I'm out in public places, because the reality is sometimes when I'm networking, I'm not doing it in a work setting. I might just be out, you know, at a basketball game. We've, we've got the, the San Antonio Spurs, right? I might meet some meet some people out there where we're out and, and I'm, I'm wearing my Spurs jersey or whatever it 
may be where you're in a casual setting. It's not a work event, but the reality is you may run into some people who could turn into a referral source. And so you want to carry yourself as a professional, right? I'm not going to the Spurs games and, and getting, you know, drunk and 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 saying things that i probably wouldn't say if i if i was right. if i was sober you know again you want to you want to have that mindset and so i hold myself to that standard and that's a good one and i truly believe that that has been a huge a huge factor in my success uh because i do that i carry myself like a professional at, at all times and so i would challenge you uh to to do the same yeah I'm, I'm, I'm glad that in, I'm like, I could, I could go off on a whole podcast on this one. Do but, it. But we, we, we will. Cause, cause man, that's, that's, that's really important. And I see it a lot in this business in, in, in just even kind of thinking about how a lot of times we get together with a provider group and they'll invite us out to things. And then you've always got those people who maybe drink a little too much at these events and how, how are they looking to one other agencies, but more importantly, because on, on the subject of the networking here is to the provider groups or to that doctor, like just, just think about, think about it. If you're acting, um, drunk, I can't, I can't even think of a word, but like, you're like, if you're, if you're clearly drunk and belligerent as you know, as you're out there, what's the likelihood of a doctor referring that that individual to you because the way that I view someone when they're when they're drunk is like oh that's really the way they are right that's that that that's who they are because your true colors really yeah come there's out, the old right? saying the truth comes out when you're drunk right right so so you know with respect to that like it just really kind of control yourself when it comes to that and then if you are one of those people that tends to uh, what's the word lightweight <laughs> like, <laughs> who's a, who's a lightweight in in drinking maybe drink at home. Maybe, yeah. maybe don't, maybe don't drink in a public setting where you're going to honestly make a fool of yourself. It's, it's, it's just the truth. So I always do that for, for our employees. Also, I always remind people before, like, Hey, don't forget, you know, even if you're not working, there was a, there's when I was at Humana, um, my, I was younger and, and less, less, uh, mature at the time. But I remember talking with a, a manager and we, we were getting personal and it was myself, another agent and him. And we're all just kind of, we're drinking and having a good time. And we started asking him questions that were probably uh, inappropriate, like with re just not the right conversation. And, and he stopped us and he's like, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Like, I understand I'm old enough to know now that even when I'm not working, I'm still working. So mm -hmm. we're not going to continue this conversation. Yeah. And, it, and I was like, Oh man, I was, you know, you're, these are things that you learn by the time, hopefully when, when you get older, yeah. that you understand that, you know, what's appropriate and what's not. So any yeah. other tips on, yeah. What, one other piece that I'll, that I'll throw out there is when, when you're trying to network and you're going out and creating relationships with with others i think it's it's important to do more than just to do it more than just once so if you meet somebody if you connect with them let's just say you are out at at, at an event that is for work and you meet somebody and you exchange business cards for example it might not be a bad idea to just follow up with it with an email hey hey bob it was very nice meeting you at the event the other night you know i look forward to seeing you again you know cheers or, or whatnot and and just standing out it, it's it's a small you know it's a small thing that you're doing but it's going to stand out because bob's going to look at his inbox and say oh look 
look, there's there's Oscar. I met him at the at the event last week. Very cool of him to follow up. I, I know there's a provider group that we that we work with here locally, and and they're in different parts of of Texas and in other states. Well, there was somebody who was visiting from from another city here in San Antonio, and so I saw that he was not talking to a whole lot of people. You could tell he wasn't from here. So I took it upon myself to say, okay, I'm gonna go introduce myself to this individual just to kind of make him feel a little bit more comfortable because that's just who I am, right? I don't like, I always wanna make people feel comfortable in, in any setting. And so I went and I spoke with him and it turns out that's when I learned that he was from another city and we've got agents there. And I thought, okay, well maybe I can connect this person with the agents that we have out there in that city. And, and that helps build a relationship. And so, uh, and, and he, he really appreciated that just because again, he was there not talking to anybody. I went and, and, uh, and, and had a conversation with him. And then I sent him an email, um, about a week later and I saw him again a few months later and he remembered me and he says, hey, Oscar, it's so good to see you. You know, how's everything going? I think we, I saw him before AP and then I probably saw him again after AP. And so that was helpful. And it, it turned out to be helpful because I was able to connect him with some of our agents out there. And and it, you know, when, when they needed some, some resources, he was there to help us out. Yeah, you know, I wanna just side note here in, Talk about the fact that, or what your reason for going and talking to him was. It wasn't to hopefully build something in another market. It wasn't to hopefully, it was, you saw a guy, he looked a little, maybe awkward, maybe like uh, uncomfortable, lonely, whatever mm -hmm. it is. And you're like, ah, let me go and let me, let me go and warm this guy up and mm -hmm. just, you know, like uh, just engage him for the sake of, and you just wanted to do what was right. And I think that there's a, there's a lot that goes with that and a lot that agents and, and people in general can learn. Like if you, especially if you go out there and you do things with the right heart, ultimately it ends up paying your, paying you back, but make sure that you have the right heart about it. Like yeah. it's about going in and just warming up to people. And, 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 you know, you see someone who's clearly uncomfortable, go and, and, and help that situation out a little bit. So I, thought, I think that's real cool. I'm very much an extrovert, right? So that's easy for me, but for other people, um, some who might be in this room, right? Are, are I'm an extrovert. Are, are you? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, so you don't, so well, if you are, if you're an introvert and, and if you feel like that's not really my thing, again, if you're in this business, you've got to go out and have conversations with people and you've got to be willing to, to, to do those things. So if you, if you're listening and you say, well, that's not me, that's not who I am. I'm not an extroverted individual. Um, I challenge you to, to, to go and, and be a little bit extroverted. Yeah, when let's you're talk about that for, for a minute. Yeah. Um, so, so my wife is an extreme introvert. She is, doesn't really care to be around people when she's out. You would never know that. Like she's, she's very good with people. You don't have to, because like people get caught and I'm like, oh, I'm this person, right? I, no, I'm an introvert. I took a test. It says I'm an introvert. So, <laughs> so now I'm going to just sit here and just kind of be quiet. It doesn't have, you don't have to be that way. What you, being an introvert versus being an extrovert is really how people um, get energy. Where does your energy come from? So at the end of hanging out and, and talking with people, you feel energized. You feel good. Like, like you're, you're, you're happy. You spend some time with people. My wife, on the other hand, gets really tired and really sleepy. And she's like, man, I'm ready to go and, and be alone now. And that doesn't, just because you're one or the other doesn't mean you have to be socially awkward. And I just like, it's a soapbox, but we can all 
learn how to communicate with people and learn how to not just be socially awkward. There's a difference between an introvert and being socially awkward, which brings me to my next point to the last one here is uh, reading. And so there's a lot of books that I would, I would encourage everybody, if this is going to be your best year ever, I have a, a goal for myself this year to read 24 books. Really, that's just a book every, um, uh, every other week, right? Just two, two books a month is, is, is my goal. But the, in, 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 so the way that I'm doing it, and this is just for myself and everybody can have their own way of doing this, but, but what, what I'm challenging myself to do is read one business book and then one spiritual book. And so that could be the business side of it could be, um, something to do with, I like, I have five books that I, that, that we've kind of talked together about. Um, but there's a book called never eat alone that could really help with that. And also how to win friends and influence people. Cause again, I just want to encourage you just because you're not naturally great with people or because you naturally kind of feel like being alone does not mean that you have to be socially awkward. I knew a guy that, um, kind of just fell into that. It's like an identity. I'm an introvert. And so I'm just going to be socially awkward, but I went and talked to him. I was like, Hey man, great job today at, at, at such and such. He's like, thank you. And that was it. It's so awkward. You don't have to be awkward because you're an introvert. So like, just like, I, I just want to put that out there. there is what I encourage you to do is if you are socially awkward, there's books out there that can help with that, which is how to win friends and influence people. It's an old book, like 90 years old, but I highly recommend that book to anyone. If you haven't read it, especially if you're not great with people automatically, you can fix that. And, you know, just because um, a lot of people, they get caught up in, well, I'm, since I'm, since I'm antisocial, I'm sorry, sir, since I'm an introvert, I'm going to become antisocial and just kind of, you know, put people in that situation. You don't have to do that. How to win friends and influence people. Um, and then never eat alone is another one. Was there another one on with people that we were going to, um, Okay. That was, that was it. So. Okay. No. Um, and so, so again, what I would encourage you to do is again, how, how, how I, I believe that I've become successful is with the amount of reading that I've, the reading that I've done. And so I would encourage everybody to do that. Um, so the books that, that we probably read last year, also the power of one more, I think is a, is a really good book. Yeah. Um, Ed Milet. Ed Milet. Yeah. And then start with why. Uh, is is another really good book. Um, I was a big fan of it. Did you you read it yeah, right? I read it. Yep. And uh, I would I would highly recommend that book. If if we're looking at um, being successful in this business, you have to start with the reason that you want to be successful, and can't just be money motivated. You can't. I mean, money mo money is good to motivate you, but there's got to be some heart behind it. And so, start with why is a real good book to help you figure out the reason that you do what you do. Yeah. Right. I'm an audiobook guy. I know. Uh, so if you don't have a lot of times for a couple of reasons, right? I've, I never really have been huge. I was I wasn't really big on reading when I was younger, uh, you know, but 
weirdly enough, after college is when I started actually reading, reading physical books. But as I've gotten busier now, we've got two young kids, right? I could make an excuse and say, I don't, I don't have the time to read because we're so busy, uh, you know, between work and between home. I've decided, okay, I'm going to go with audiobooks, And so uh, I, instead of listening to music, now I tune into these audiobooks on my drive to work, or maybe during a workout, instead of listening to music, I'm, I'm on audible listening to these books uh, via audiobook. And you can sign up for audible. You can sign up for audible and just get a monthly uh, yeah, subscription, like right? One credit a month. One credit one a, book month a month to month. download a book. And it's like $10 a month. Yeah. And so highly recommend that. I've actually, I, I used to read a lot of, of books and then I got to a, a place where when we had kids, it was a struggle to, to actually sit down and read a book. And now I'm back to reading actual books. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, and, and actually I'm, I'm, I'm actually listening to uh, a book and reading a book at the same time right now. And, and it's just, I think there's a lot of value in it. I find that I listen better when I read versus listening to the book. I, you know, a lot of times like, uh, like if I'm doing it while I'm listening to an audible while I'm working out, I'm like halfway through, I started realizing that I was just thinking about random things. I just missed the last two minutes. (laughs) And so I find myself hitting the rewind button quite often, but definitely it's better than nothing, right? Like that's what it kind of comes down to is, is if I want to be the most successful person that I can be, then I I'm going to do all of these things. I want to, I want to read. I want to, I want to like, that's my goal. Like ultimately in life is, and I always tell people my goal is to be better than I was last year. My, my competition is me. And cause I always tell people, what, what if I was the same business person that I was when I left Humana, you know, 11 years ago, we wouldn't like my, our company wouldn't be as big as it is. But if you continue to grow by reading books and just learning from, I always talk about learning from other people's experiences and mistakes. So that way you're not having to go through them yourselves. That's where all these books kind of come from. So, um, definitely recommend that. And and really all the things, our hope is that you would have the best year ever for yourself in your, in your business, but also even in your personal life. So, uh, any other thoughts before we wrap up? That's all I got for today. All right. Well, it's going to be a great year and uh, feel free to reach out to us. Any kind of questions that you have, feel free to engage with our social media, but also go on to, uh, and, and it's been really cool to see people going to YouTube and uh, Facebook and, and reaching out to us. You're welcome to continue to do that. We'll answer any questions that you have. So until next time, we'll see you next week.